0: That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today.
1: Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Tricken. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you all had a great weekend, and thanks to Jake Crumpler, as usual, for covering for me over the weekend. We're back to get you ready for another week of baseball action, heading into August, heading into the trade deadline, and it was a wild one on the weekend. So let's get you updated on the news and notes from Sunday Taylor Ward, he was hit in the face over the weekend. Nasty stuff, spent some time in the hospital. He has been placed on the 60-day I.L. with facial fractures. He'll be out likely, I'll say likely, out for the rest of the season. There are only 62 days left. So pretty sure we will not see Taylor Ward for the rest of the season. Maybe in the postseason. We'll see because the Angels have been active in the trade deadline. They made another big trade on Sunday. The Angels uh, traded for C.J. Cron and Randall Gritchick from the Colorado Rockies. Uh, In return, the Rockies received prospects Jake Madden and Mason Albright. Now Crone and Grichik join the likes of Moustakis and Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez as the Angels continue to make moves, and Eduardo Escobar, I should say, uh, to bolster that team and hopefully make a playoff run with Shohei Otani and then Mike Trout when he returns. So the Angels continue to be active on the trade market. Alex Kirilov the Minnesota Twins he heads to the IL with a right a right shoulder strain apparently it's been bothering him throughout this past week they're hoping they caught it early and it'll be a minimal stint on the IL really stinks Kirilov once again starting to hit the ball great and once again he gets hurt it's just a real shame it's been the wrist the last few times now it's the shoulder hopefully it's a minor thing but it's just it it sucks it really sucks for a guy that's been playing well when healthy but when healthy is the key factor there Caleb Thielbar was reinstated from the IL to take Kirloff's spot on the roster. Zach Eflin, he threw a bullpen session uh, on Sunday and said his knee is good to go. As we know, Eflin left his last start with a knee issue. MRI was fine. Bullpen went well, and Eflin said he'll start Tuesday at the New York Yankees. Diamondbacks, they placed lefty Tommy Henry on the IL with left elbow inflammation. Um, it's 15-day IL, but there's already a, they're already saying it's a good chance. We're talking a little bit longer than that, so... Don't plan on having Tommy Henry available if you were rostering him on your fantasy teams. Nate Eovaldi, this one is a shame and it kind of saw it coming at the same time. Velocity's been down for Eovaldi of late. They already said they're going to skip his start in the rotation this week uh, to let him rest. But now on Sunday, the Rangers placed Eovaldi on the IL with a right forearm strain. Right forearm strains usually lead to that bad thing we don't want to say. It's like Voldemort for pitching, but the team is saying that it's just he needs a little more time. He should be okay and good to go, hopefully another week or so, because it's going to be backdated because Evaldi has not been on the mound for a bit. But just keep an eye on this situation. It's uh, kind of a lingering thing that doesn't make you feel warm and fuzzy, especially with all the trades the Rangers have been making, which we'll get to a little later. But they already picked up Scherzer over the weekend at another starting pitcher on Sunday in Jordan Montgomery. The Rangers got Jordan Montgomery reliever Chris Stratton from the Texas Rangers for minor leaguers Thomas Sagis, uh Tekoa Roby, and John King, Rangers also DFA Joe Barlow to make room on the roster, but the Rangers also received uh, the international bonus slot of the St. Louis Cardinals. So a lot going on there. But the um, Rangers have added Montgomery and Scherzer over the weekend to help bolster a, a, a rotation that needed some help. John Gray has been scuffling. Obviously, Evaldi going to the IL. Uh, you got Martin Perez out there, Dane Dunning, and others. So. Uh, big improvements, hopefully, if you're a Rangers fan, as they're going for it. They're looking real good. They have a great offense, obviously. They needed pitching, and this is going to help in a big, big way. The Orioles, they optioned starting pitcher Tyler Wells to double A after Saturday's game. Reports are they picked double A over triple A that's closer to Baltimore. Okay, cool. Um, Wells is allowed 11 earned runs over his last three starts with nine walks and nine total innings. Uh, he's already surpassed his career high in innings pitched over uh, on the season, so they're they're speculating there could just be fatigue that's setting in for Wells as he's not been used to this. Uh, he was pitching really well at one point in time this season, and they need him in the postseason or at least late in the season. So hopefully, he can get some rest, get back to normal at Double A, and then Wells will come back and join the big club in a few weeks. San Francisco Giants Anthony Disclofani went to the IL with a grade 1 elbow strain. He the report from the Giants are Disco will rest for several weeks before being reevaluated basically September at best for a disclefani So don't count on him anytime soon. Mike Strimsky of the Giants, he also has a, he has left hamstring tightness. He was out of Sunday's lineup, has not gone to the IL yet, but this is the third time this season there's been an injury to that same hamstring. And he's had a couple IL stints already, so keep an eye on that with Mike Yastrzemski. Cardinals, we already mentioned they traded Jordan Montgomery and Chris Stratton. They've been busy in other spots already. As well on Sunday, they traded Jordan Hicks or closer Jordan Hicks to the Toronto Blue Jays for Sim Rees and Adam Kloffenstein. Mitch White was DFA'd by the Jays in this move. Uh, Jordan Romano over the weekend went on the I.L. with a uh, with back injury. So this gives the Toronto Blue Jays massive help in the back end of that bullpen with Jordan Hicks coming to town because Yemi Garcia pitched the 10th and lost the game for the uh, the Jays, or the, pitched the 9th actually, and lost the game for the Jays. On uh, on, it was the 10th. I'm sorry, I apologize. He pitched the 10th on Sunday and lost the game. So Jordan Hicks should be able to slide into the back end of that row, uh, that uh, bullpen for the Jays. Julio Urias, who uh, has been pitching better of late after coming back from the IL, is dealing with a fingernail issue and he'll have his start pushed back to Thursday this week. So they're expecting to be okay by Thursday, which is good. And in doing so, Tony Gonson will now pitch on Wednesday for the Los Angeles Dodgers. More Dodgers news. J.D. Martinez left Sunday's game with a left hamstring tightness. He's day-to-day. Will Smith was also pulled from the game with a left elbow contusion. He is day-to-day. So the Dodgers continue to just get uh, banged up, but they're have their swirling in rumors in the trade market, so keep an eye on them over the next couple of days. The Atlanta Braves add some infield depth by trading for Nicky Lopez from the Kansas City Royals. They sent Taylor Hearn to the Royals. Just basically a great team adding depth. That's all that was. Nothing crazy there. Jordan Westberg left Sunday's game, and people are like, oh, what's he leaving for? What's he leaving for? Well, after the game, reports came out. Westberg was pulled just for a defensive substitution. So hopefully all is good in the Jordan Westberg camp. Ha Sung Kim, he left Sunday's game with a shoulder injury after sliding the home plate. If you haven't seen the clip yet, go check it out. Amazing slide, acrobatic slide, but it might cost Kim some time. For now, he's day-to-day. They'll reevaluate on Monday. Jonathan India has been dealing with a heel issue, foot issue. He lands on the IL on Sunday with left foot plantar fasciitis. Basically, the only way that heals is by resting. So they're assuming that the ten day IL stint will get India good to go and come back and help the Reds. Nolan Gorman, he was scratched from Sunday's lineup with back tightness. Keep an eye on that one as he's day to day. And then Julio Tejeron of the Milwaukee Brewers went to the IL with right hip impingement. Tehran has surprisingly been good this year. It baffles me. He's like. This is Johnny Cueto 2022 all over again. But uh, yeah, take her onto the I.L. Have fun with that one. All right, underdog fantasy, everybody. Do you want to make some money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try underdog fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In underdogs pick em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to to sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST, all one word, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T. And Underdog will double your first deposit to $100, so you have some bonus cash to play with. We're looking at the early lines for Monday, the two that stand out the most to me right now. Corbin Burns over six strikeouts against the Washington Nationals. Burns has been outstanding over the last month. And then Thor, Noah Syndergaard makes his return to the big leagues, this time with the Cleveland Guardians. Facing the Houston Astros, Thor over three earned runs allowed seems pretty nice to me. So those are the two I'm looking at to start. We'll see where the rest goes as more lines come out on Monday. Um, back to Underdog Fantasy for you again. That's UnderdogFantasy.com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList, all one word, and get your first deposit doubled up to one hundred dollars. You must be 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. 19 or over in Alabama Nebraska. 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. Some hitting highlights from Sunday. J.P. Crawford, 2-for-3 with a double a home run. Three runs scored and an RBI, as well as two walks. Uh, since J- uh, July 1st, basically this whole month of July now, Crawford's hitting 337 with 11 doubles, three home runs, 15 runs scored, and eight RBIs, walking over 14% of the time with an 18% strikeout rate. Crawford has been very, very solid, especially in deeper formats. Should be rostered in most places, especially 15 teamers, like I was saying. Hunter Renfro, three for four with a home run, a run scored, and three RBIs for the Halos on Sunday. Uh, in July, Renfro's hitting 280 with only three homers, surprisingly, but nine runs, seven RBIs, walking 14% with a 20% K rate. The average is pretty darn good for Renfro. You'd hope for some more power production, but uh, with all the injuries in Anaheim, he's going to still get a decent amount of playing time. and might be someone worth paying attention to down the stretch. And then Garrett Cooper, a guy that's always been near and dear to my heart, especially as a corner infielder in 12s and available in 15-team leagues. Garrett Cooper went one for four with a home run, a run scored in two RBIs on Sunday. In July, Coop's hit in 274, three homers, eight runs, and 10 RBIs. Again, similar to Renfro. You'd hope for a little more power production, but the batting average is great with Cooper and definitely someone to keep on your radar. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on pitcherless.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Sunday. Aaron Savali continues his really strong run on the mound, six innings, no earned. Three hits, two walks, four Ks. The Ks are what always get me with Savali. He pitches really well with ratios and whatnot, but the Ks are a bugaboo. He did have seven whiffs and a 31% CSW on Sunday. Uh, in his 6th July start, Savali has pitched 37 in a third innings, only six earned runs allowed with 25 strikeouts. Ryan Yarbrough pitched a gym on Sunday, seven innings, one earned, seven hits, no walks, and five strikeouts. Yarbrough had 12 whiffs and a 32% CSW. Pretty dominating stuff against the Minnesota Twins uh, in his four games since returning from the IL after getting a line drive off the face. Yarborough has thrown 24 and two-thirds innings, six earned runs, and 15 strikeouts. So pretty pretty decent stuff, especially in deeper formats. And then Luis Medina continues to improve as the season goes on for the Oakland Athletics. He went into Coors on Sunday. Medina threw five and a third, two earned, six walks or six hits, no walks, and six strikeouts. Medina had 16 whiffs and a 27% CSW over his last three starts, which were against Houston, Boston, and at Colorado. Medina has thrown 16 innings, three earned runs, and 18 strikeouts. The kids got the goods right now. Roll with it while you can. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Sunday: Rysell Iglesias picked up his 20th save of the season for the Red Hot. Atlanta Braves. Brooks Raley picked up his third save of the year with David Robertson out of town. Adam Modavino pitched the eighth and picked up the hold. So Raley's picked up two saves now since David Robertson's been gone. Speaking of David Robertson, he picked up his first save with the Marlins, his 15th of the season. AJ Puck pitched in the seventh, got one out and allowed two runs. That was not good, Bob. Tanner Scott got the hold in the eighth. So Robertson slid right in to closing duties as expected in Miami. Carlos Hernandez of the Kansas City Royals picked up his first save of the year. Many have been speculating he's the guy to roster NKC, and uh, he's getting the job done right out the gate. Jojo Romero picked up his first save of the year for the St. Louis Cardinals. Obviously, no uh, no Jordan Hicks available. Gallegos got the hold in the eighth. Jojo Romero was not on my bingo card as a saves target, so keep an eye on that going forward. Justin Lawrence picked up his eighth save of the year for the Colorado Rockies, and Josh Hader picked up his 25th save of the year for the San Diego Padres. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we head into previewing Monday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today.
1: And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Hitchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Some of the bats were targeted on the DFS slate on Monday, nine-game slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Give me all of the Houston Astros against Noah Sendergaard. Yes, all of them. I'll take them all. Uh, Milwaukee versus Jake Irvin, quite enticing. You got San Diego versus Austin Gomber. And I like Griffin Canning, but the Braves are always in play. Just They're just always in play. Just keep that in mind. Pitching-wise, you got Tyler Glass now in the Bronx versus the Yankees. Very much in play there. Corbin Burns is my top play, especially if paying up at the position against the Washington Nationals. And then Nick Pavetta versus the strikeout heavy Seattle Mariners would be one to keep an eye on as well for some value on the mound. Some things I'm looking forward to on Monday, more trade deadline madness. There's rumors swirling, lots of names in play. We're going to have about 48 hours to go, give or take, um, before the trade deadline's up, probably like 36. I think it's like four or 6 Eastern is when it expires. So, yeah, more trade deadline madness. Keep that one on your radar. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, Yankee start a series in the Bronx. You got, you got Glass now versus Domingo Herman. Definitely looking forward to that one as well. And then Andrew Abbott continues looking to continue his hot stretch. Goes into Wrigley Field to face Marcus Stroman and the Cubs. So excited about that as well. Well, before we head on out of here, reminder, go check out PitcherList.com. I'm assuming you do if you listen to this show. But if you don't, go check out all the great free content, podcasts, articles, and much, much more. And then go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You'll not regret it one bit. It's you in the awesome Discord. Keeps helping the site grow bigger and better. You get to be a part of helping the site grow bigger and better. Plus, there's more content, more tools, more awesome stuff in PL Plus and PL Pro. So go check it out. But that'll do it, folks. I'll be back to you guys tomorrow tomorrow to recap more madness on the diamond from monday and get you ready for tuesday but for now this was your first pitch podcast monday july 31st edition hope you all have a great day
0: this has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by
1: pitcherlist.com if you enjoyed today's episode rate us on itunes follow us on twitter at pitcherlist and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com plus.